Hope you all had a good bye week. Get some stuff done that you don't normally get done during game week. Those three and a half hours uh, not spent watching Florida. Hopefully you uh, got something out of it. Definitely watched a lot more football this week. Besides Florida, of course, just got to peek around the country. Watch some more college football. Stress-free college footballs. <laughs> that's uh, that's what came out of that's what came out of this Saturday uh, a little bit. But uh, I guess the most stress you probably had watching college football this week would be watching LSU play Ole Miss this week after you know upsetting Florida the week before and. LSU pretty much looked like the team we thought they were. Uh, and they didn't look like that a week ago, did they? The you know, Ole Miss-Florida game or Ole Miss-LSU game looked a lot like uh, what the Florida-LSU game should have looked like. Ole Miss running up and down the field. LSU not running up and down the field. Uh, so, yeah, that was just a a further confirmation now, look, I hate using the transitive property. Uh, it does not work. You can use it. You just have to be careful when using it. And I think it's okay to use here because of what LSU had done up to Florida. And now one game after Florida, they were pretty much the team we thought they were. Florida, just for whatever reason, making that team look much better than they really are for the second year in a row. Uh, but that was that was my big takeaway. If you want to relate it to Florida in any kind of way, the bye week, that was the way to look at it for me. You know, LSU's performance versus Ole Miss. And don't get me wrong, Ellen, Ole Miss is a good team. Don't get me wrong. That's not, not what I'm trying to say here at all. But, you know, if Florida had played the game that we think they have, if we look at it, we've already decided we don't think, uh, you know, at least me, I don't want to speak for everybody. Florida's not as good as I thought they were. But I think the potential is there still if you play your best game to make – Florida LSU should have been what Ole Miss LSU actually looked like. So that was one of the big takeaways. If you want to connect it to Florida in any kind of way, the bye week, there's your way of uh, connecting it somewhat. So let me get, uh, let's see, I can't see the whole name here, but humble sports fan, Coach Peer, coming in here. On this Twitter spaces, everybody remember you. I'll record it, but uh, we'll see how, how this goes, if I, if I put it out there or not. But uh, there we go. Humble, you're in here now, or Coach Peer, if you want to. You might, you, microphone might be. There you go. Yo, yo, there we go. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the Georgia game. Uh, it's, obviously, it's obviously always a big game. Uh, but I'm just feeling confident. Due to the fact this team is going to play loose, you would think, with no stress or pressure on them. Uh, and you hope just Grantham just, you know, does what he does and finds a way to coach one good game out of the year and the <laughs> team shows up. Yeah, you know, it's still, still rivalry game, still Florida-Georgia. I know the excitement level overall is not there for the fan base. But, you know, it is. Uh, you're playing the number one team in the country for the second time this season. Uh, it is a rivalry game. It is uh, you know, there in Jacksonville, and 
the 50-50 split in the stadium. I don't know if it'll be 50-50 this week. Uh, and it, it's yeah. meant to be. We'll see right. if, uh, if Georgia fans buy up a lot of their tickets there. Uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah. So maybe not quite 50-50 in the stadium. It'd be still close to it, though. Yeah, but, hopefully, hopefully they come out and just, I don't know, find a way. I, I well, think, uh, yeah, you, you know, find a way, and you you mentioned Grant, but also Mullen. You know, we we rightfully so, you know, kind of slam him for the team playing down the competition. Well, this is one chance, one more chance to play up to the competition. Exactly, and yeah. you know, this is something Mullen has been able to do pretty well uh, in, in his tenure at Florida. You know, it, it stinks that the the low part of it is playing down to the competition, but maybe. Hopefully, uh, he's got uh, you know a game plan worked out this week and, and, and gets the team prepared, uh, ready to play. But look, I mean, even if you're not playing Georgia, you're you're playing the number one team in the country. It doesn't matter who who it is. You should be able to get up and play that team. So you're right. Motivation hopefully should not be a factor. Hopefully, there. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, you had you know a week, you know, pretty much two weeks on to figure out how to get AR the best play calls uh, to fit him. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, you know, Dan's obviously a smart enough guy, but hope he doesn't just just let him let's let him go play, let him go play, do his thing. We're already what three loss team tomorrow, right? Let him go play, let him make mistakes. It's gonna happen. Get him get him out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're definitely at that point in the season where there is some look ahead. You know, I know coaches don't think about this a whole lot, but there is some look ahead to next season already um, with with the quarterback position, especially at the quarterback position. Um, but that's, you know, I, I've been thinking of how I'm going to approach the Georgia preview, uh, you know, getting ready for Georgia. And um, I think we all expect to see AR. We hope to see AR more. And to me, uh, I'll give a little bit of a preview nugget there that I'll have later on in the week. But uh, to me, it's all about you've got to score quick. you got to score fast. You, first of all, put some pressure on Georgia. First of all, Make them think they're somewhat human on defense, <laughs> with right? The great right. They have uh, coming into the game, uh, but also, you know, if if you are somewhat overall limited in just playbook that AR knows, at least take advantage of it early. You got to score early before you get into the groove of the game just a bit, and that Georgia defense is probably rolling. You know, can you early in the game hit Georgia with something they haven't seen before uh, with Richardson? And I think that might be some advantage Florida can have. Here. Attack with stuff Georgia hasn't it's seen gonna, before. It's going to start up front. You know, if you can block up front, that's where that's where this is going to go. Uh, but you got you got to be able to, to at least catch Georgia off guard, steal some points early uh, before you know. If if the playbook is limited with AR, then you know I I think you got to come up with the packages early on. I don't I don't think it's very limited. I'm just talking about stuff Jordan maybe hasn't seen before, uh, and if it's going to be this knockdown, drag out game the kind of rest of the way, steal some points early and at least put this team in position, not have to fight back early like they had a couple times this year. Yeah, yeah, you would think with a, a bigger, faster, stronger AR, uh, he matches up a lot better versus uh, the defense. Obviously, George is loaded on defense, but you'd think he's bigger, faster, stronger. Hopefully, that goes into play with some of the play calling. Yeah, I, I, I'm really interested in seeing how Mullen attacks this Georgia defense. Um, you, you're not going to beat them up front over and over again. You can't just you – know, if the game plan is to QB dive, QB power, halfback dive right into the middle of the Georgia defensive line, yeah. um, I, I completely wonder what the heck the game plan was. But, yeah. you know, you'd have to think – some. 
Now, Georgia's fast too. You can't you can't go east west all the time. They're they're AR. They they're a right. fast defense pursue. Uh, but you've got to be able to get the ball to the outside some a uh, little bit and take advantage of of you know not having to go into the middle of that teeth you know go into the teeth yeah. of that Georgia defense. Right. So there's a lot uh, there's a lot riding on this game as far as game plan and, and how Mullen draws up some things. Yeah. Yeah, and last thing, I mean, I we haven't seen Georgia's defense's corners get really much. Uh, right. You know, so who knows how they're going to play? They haven't had much, much adversity yet. I mean, it's, I was, this is in last year's team where we can go down 21 points, whatever it was, 14 points, we'll have to get going and bounce back gone. But if we get them going early, they haven't seen adversity yet, you know. Here's the, yeah, and here's the thing about that. Can, can you test their corners? Exactly. And that, that, that means you got to have time to go downfield. Uh, right. So that, that, that's where – that's where this, you know, this Florida offensive line is going to have to find a way to get that extra second uh, for, for for the quarterback for AR. You know, mostly time. I I think that's when we've already seen that this team can go downfield with a more consistent basis is when AR is back there. Uh, so you can. I mean, and, and plus, it doesn't matter. Who, I still expect both quarterbacks to play. So whoever's quarterback, and if you want yeah. to take your deep shot. Can the offensive line give you that extra bit of time that you're going to need? And to me, that's going to be the game. Uh, Florida's going to have to go downfield to beat Georgia. You're not going to have these 11, 12 play drives that we've seen a whole lot this year. I, I just don't think there's going to be there versus Georgia. You're going to have to hit your explosives, and that's really going to have to come up front. Exactly. Agreed. Uh, that's all hey, I got. Coach. Yeah. Hey, man. Go Gators. Go Gators. Bringing MJ in here. What's up, man? Uh, well, it says your mic's there, but I can't hear you for whatever reason. Probably something to do with Twitter. But yeah, I'm really interested in seeing what Mullen can draw up, uh, game plan wise. Uh, got a few more bullet points I'll have to, you know, save for the preview. Later on this week as well, but uh, that, that that's the big part is um, what can you do up front? Can you run the ball on Georgia at all? And when you do drop back to pass, when you do decide to take your deep shots, will the time be there for you to take those deep shots? There we go, MJ. Yeah, sorry, my internet was cutting in and out. So, oh, good. Um, so to kind of point out to the quarterback stuff, we obviously all know who should be starting. But I mean, it's not like the receivers have been like lights out this year either. So I kind of feel to win this game, like everything and literally everything has to work. So, Whittemore has to make catches, Short has to come up big, more Gamble has to make big plays, Pierce, like anyone who steps on the field, like needs to have at least a positive play. So, um, we all think, I mean, I just have this weird feeling, Mullen to go to Mullen. Um, and to the previous speaker's point, like Grantham has that one big day. But, I do you know, feel we'll like, uh, yeah, but I do feel like the receivers have been somewhat limited with Emory, though. I mean, because he he doesn't he doesn't throw them open. You know, he has to he has to throw to a spot. He has to throw to a body. Uh, and most of the time, when they're turned around and facing him, so it's really hard to break a tackle uh, and, and go. Besides with AR, you know, he's hitting them in stride. He's hitting them down the field. He's throwing to Green. He's throwing to a. Uh, a more open spot. I think that's why you know, it gets LSU at least. You know, if that can keep up, that's where we've seen the. I think the receivers look better as well. But you know, yards per yards per attempt, yards per catch, at least for 
you know, Copeland and Gamble, you know, some, some of the stats I've thrown out there the other day, they're much higher with AR than they are in So I, I do think the receivers are somewhat better than what they've been able to show this year. It's kind of refreshing to know then. Um, I guess, if anything, like what are your biggest things you're going to take away you're going to see this week leading up to the game? Uh... What you know, question-wise, is can in a big game can Florida get off to a better start? I mean, it's we we've seen it time and time again. You got look, you were able to storm back versus Georgia last year and get the victory, uh, but you got down. You had you had to fight back last year versus mm-hmm. Alabama in the SEC championship game. You got down. You had to fight back. Alabama this year, you got down. You had to fight back. So these teams that have more talent than you. You've had a chance to win these games, but you've had to fight back. Can you at least one time hold them down and you get the lead? You put the pressure on these teams instead of all the pressure being on you and, and, and the force of uh, – and forcing you to have to come back. I think uh, if, if, we, if we see that, either, will that make the result any different? Or, the, or will the result be the same? But you know, if, if, it would be nice for a change for Florida to be the team that kind of dictates the early storyline of a game by getting up and making and putting pressure on the, you know, these teams that, uh, you know, that uh, are, are routinely for the last few years been, been, been better than you. Put the pressure on those teams. Yeah, and the few games I have watched Florida play, they've seemed human. But, I mean, granted, they've played the most complete games out of any, I think, opponent we're going to see this year. So, hopefully it uh, comes together. But, you know, time will tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm not going to sit here and call Florida any great offense, but I'm not sure Georgia has played a great offense. This year. Auburn overall probably the best offense, and you know, they're looking better under Bo Nix this year. I'll give them some credit there. You know, Auburn has looked uh, – besides that Georgia game, and they were able to move the ball in Georgia a bit. You know, they had some, a lot of drop passes. Um, they, they were able to get on Georgia's side of the field probably consistently uh, a little more – you know, they – Last couple games, Georgia or Auburn and Kentucky, you know, those offenses have done some good things, you know, still limited more so than what they are in other games. But those teams have shown a little bit. And now Florida with a bye week, hopefully, you know, AR back there being able to lead to some more explosive plays. Um, this Georgia defense, you know, we'll see. Uh, they, uh, you can't let them get comfortable early. You can't let them, I mean, that, you know, that Arkansas game is something I bring up. Uh, a whole lot, you know, this Arkansas. When we go back and look at Georgia-Arkansas, that was a game we looked at like, okay, kind of similar offense. Are really going to be de- heavily dependent on the run, heavily dependent on the quarterback run. This might give us a good indication of what maybe Florida can do uh, in a month, month and a half, whenever that game was played. Well, you know, Arkansas shot themselves in the foot, false start after false start, put themselves in bad position. Uh, Jefferson was coming off uh, an injury a little bit before the Texas A&M game the week before. So, you know, there were different ways to, to, to look at that. But Georgia just absolutely demolished and dominated that game uh, for, with their defense versus Arkansas's offense. So Arkansas, some of it self-inflicted, but still more so I lean to Georgia defense being able to really, really control that game. So, you know, just Georgia offense hasn't had to do a lot. They've been able to play it safe. Uh, so it would be nice to put the pressure on that Georgia defense, make them taste their own blood a little bit, and then put some pressure on the Georgia offense at the same time. 
Yeah, I gave me some PTSD with all the false starts there, Dave. So <laughs> hopefully that's oh, carry yeah. on. Carry on Saturday. Seen, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we've seen it at its worst against Kentucky. We've seen it at its best uh, versus LSU, and still lost either way. So yeah, yeah. Um, so. But uh, you, you're right. You know, hopefully this is the fifty fifty split, and then it, it'll be somewhat loud uh, when the Gators are on offense with the Georgia side, you know, screaming their heads off with that defense. So you know, we'll see. You've had a Two, like a, two weeks to prepare uh, there, and you, you seem to figure out something uh, versus LSU with that uh, cadence and snap count and, and all that with um, you know, the left guard tapping the center when, when the quarterback's ready for the ball, ready for the snap. So, you know, hopefully that carries over. Because, I mean, how many times have we seen Florida, okay, you fix one thing, but then something else just falls apart. Uh, so hopefully that's not the case again. Uh, Florida's got to calm down penalties overall. Has to calm down the interceptions. Both quarterbacks, you know, have to have to be able to take care of the ball. Florida leads the country in interceptions right now. You're not going to win many games like like that with, you know, one of the SEC's worst team in penalties and throwing interceptions left and right. You're not going to win many games like that. So you got to go out there and play a clean game uh, versus Georgia if you want any chance of winning this one. Yeah, and I guess I'm not paying much attention to this either. But for the few things I do see people share is. Um... Not to say Dan Mullins losing the locker room, but there's been a lot of favoritism towards the players suggesting the AR start. I mean, have you seen things like that? I mean, is there anything to kind of be concerned there? Because, like, once you lose the locker room, like, the coaching staff's done. Like, you just got a clean house to start over. Yeah, you know, I don't um, – haven't heard anything as far as players prefer. I, I know they love Emory. I know they love his leadership and his, his qualities there. Uh, but you know, stats speak for themselves. Uh, there, like, I, like I go back and talk about the receivers just just a bit. You know, Copeland's been able to be open down the field with AR and and be seen and be thrown to more so than than under Emory, uh, and that has to play a part. You know, if you're a receiver, if you're a tight end out there uh, and getting and catching these passes from the quarterbacks, you want the one that can throw you open. You want the one that will see you when you're open. You want the one that gives you the better chance of making plays. And so far that's been, that's been Richardson. Uh, it's just a lot of safe intermediate type of throws with Emory Jones, not giving these wide receivers a whole lot of chances for runs after the catch or, you know, breaking the tackle and, and making something happen. It's been AR being able to throw these guys open and without his aggressiveness, uh, and throwing the ball down the field and actually seeing it going through his progressions. I mean, it's opening up the whole offense. It's opening up every receiver to have a chance to make a play on whatever play call is coming in. And I think that in if you're a player, you can't help but say and probably think in some way like, okay, you know, this I, I'm more involved. Especially, I'm talking mainly talking about receivers. You know, tight ends. I, I'm more involved in the game when AR is in. I have a chance to make a play, especially if I'm open. I have a, I think he'll see me if I'm open uh, that, that play. So I think um, just just nat- the, the nature of it, of being more involved, I think really goes a long way, especially uh, for that group of players. So we'll see, we'll see how it plays out, uh, of course. You know, one thing that does worry me with AR and Georgia, you know, this is a really good defense. And he's going to be playing a really, really good defense. And, you know, who knows where this offensive line is for Florida, how healthy they are, being able to get healthy, of course, with the bye week. Uh, but, you know, you're going to get the best defense you're going to see all year. And I'd hate for, you know, Gator Nation, Gator fans to – AR gets a chance and gets this really good Georgia defense if things don't go – 
the way it should, you know, the already give up on AR or um, saying, oh, we, so, some uh, say, oh, we knew he wasn't ready. You know, this is just a, an example of that. You know, this is tough. He's gonna, Georgia's going to do this against almost every quarterback they play. You know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want to slam AR, necessarily slam Emory either uh, for going out there. This is a really good Georgia defense. I mean, whoever the quarterback is, you know, that's just that that map might be the way it plays out uh, when you look at this game. So, uh, but especially for AR and everybody, maybe expect something. You know, some people expected him to be the magic elixir of this offense, and look, I think he is. The, the the better quarterback right now and opens up the offense a bit more. But if you know if it doesn't go much better than what we've seen uh, for for most of the year, you got to remember who's on the other side of the field as well. So hopefully we see a good game. Hopefully we see some growth uh, from against a defense like this and gives you some even more hope for the future and some. Emory's out there too. Hopefully, he's out there making good plays uh, and, and helping in in a way to a win. Uh, but you know, I do you know don't uh, with the way this Georgia defense is. You know, I, I I'm going to be you know, of course, we'll have to see how the game plays out. But just kind of looking at it from afar, looking at it five days before you know five six days before the game even happens. You know, we'll uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't want to be too hard uh, on these quarterbacks going 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 against this defense. Yeah, well, we'll see. That's why they play the game. Thanks, Dave. Yep. Thanks, man. All right. Get lyric in here. Lyric, you got me. Joseph, I think you're in here. Larry, you there, man? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, hear yeah. me? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, how you? How are everybody doing? Good morning, family. Yeah, yeah. There you go, family. That's what this. Uh, that's what this past weekend was about. So people follow me on social media. They had had the had the fall pumpkin patch uh, there last night. So that's that's what that's what a bye week brings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I just hold the defense. Uh, uh, I think the game relies on the defense. Yeah, because I I know dang on we're gonna get offering offensive production if uh if he play AR. I think if he play AR, he he dynamic enough to stretch the defense, and we got playmakers out on the edge. If we can run the ball and and stop the run, I think we'll be fine in the game. It really boiled down to that simple. If Todd don't get too crazy and the defense come to play, I think we win the game. It's it's just that simple. I just don't think Georgia's – they got a great defense, but they haven't played a quarterback that, that, that stretched them mm-hmm. enough. You know what I'm saying? So I think the height for them is really, really kind of overrated in a sense because of the – you know, college football don't have a dominant quarterback play this year. 
and uh, even in the SEC like it has been the last couple of years because they haven't stopped us. That, that's why I be trying to tell – like, I, I I live here in Georgia, in Atlanta. So, it's like, I be trying to tell these people up here, like, bro, y'all haven't – Kirby haven't beat not one dynamic quarterback yet. He lost to Kyle Trad. He lost to Joe Burrow. I mean, he lost to Tua and Jalen. Like, you haven't beat one dynamic quarterback yet. So, until y'all beat a dynamic quarterback, I don't – I'm not buying that, though. But, here's, 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 but yeah, no, Larry, I agree with you. Like I would think that way, and then I would think completely different if there was a Kyle Trask out there and a Mac Jones out there. But if those quarterbacks are not out there, who's going to beat them? Like, are they really going to play a quarterback like that this year? True. So you know, it could just they 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 could have the magic elixir on defense just at the right time. You know, uh, I was texting with my Georgia buddies um, over the weekend, um, and you know they. They've kind of brought up that, you know, they're, they're sold on this defense. Don't get me wrong, this defense is really good. Uh, but we had we had that kind of same conversation last week. Like, how fun would it have been to see this Georgia defense versus Kyle Trask in Florida last year and Matt Jones in Alabama last year? I mean, that was, if you want to talk about, you know, the, the, the way last season was and if you could replace or go and get some teams like that, that would have, that would have been fun. Uh, but you're right, they're – Georgia's not going to play an offense like that, you know. Even with even with Richardson in Florida, that's it's not going to be that type of offense. You might get a little more of a Kyle Trask style offense with ARs in there more so than Emory Jones, but it's still going to be a quarterback, uh, you know, zone read quarterback that's going to look to run if his pass is not there instead of you know throwing his receivers open more so than not or, or chucking the ball in the end zone more so than not you know ar you have that capability a little bit more uh but you still got a quarterback that can make some plays happen with his legs not so badges, much man. Trash. the badge number we got in there is a completely different badge that we made i don't know where that one came from but uh antonio put you in gold colors I'm gonna stand out here and make sure you badge in and see if it works. Don't come back here no more, man. I done seen you about fifty times this year. <laughs> All right, Larry, there you go. Personal conversation going on there, but um, but that, that's the thing, you know. This Georgia defense, they are really good. It's just different this year because they don't play an offense like a Kyle Trask with Florida offense, Mac Jones, Bama. Uh, so, you know, we'll see if they get to the playoff, uh, what uh, it's the championship too, of course, uh, we'll see where Alabama's offense is and growing, uh, so far this year, you know, we've seen their kind of warts nowhere near of the offense last year. They got that capability. just not as nowhere, anywhere as consistent as last year's Alabama offense. And we know, uh, Kyle Trask and Florida no longer here. And I'm not just, I'm not so sure Alabama's going to play, uh, Georgia's going to face an offense like that at all this year. Well, Ohio State's getting better week in and week out. We'll see. That's the thing. This season has been weird <clears throat> a lot. Uh, when you look at the, the, the entire season, you've seen a lot of upsets. You see teams up there in the top ten that you had no idea would be up there in the top ten. But when you sit and look at the top teams and who people will, besides Cincinnati, most teams are looking at for a playoff. It's still Georgia. It's still Alabama. It's still Ohio State. And right now, it's still Oklahoma, even though that ugly game where they probably could have, should have, would have lost uh, versus Kansas this past week. So we'll see uh, where where Oklahoma is well, as more games pile up. But it's still, you look at the top four or five teams, it's still playing out kind of chalky. So we'll see what that means for college football. Uh, but, you know, that kind of leads me to Ohio State and what they're doing recently. That might be the only offense, dynamic offense, that has the talent uh, that can 
stretch Georgia's defense. Uh, so we'll see where it, where it goes up. Still about half of the season to play, a little less than half of the season to play. Hopefully, Florida and company can put a blueprint out there and get the upset versus Georgia beat Georgia or put a blueprint out there and, and go have some success on offense. But Larry brings up a good point. It is still a lot on this defense, still a lot on this Florida defense versus Georgia's offense. Um, we don't know what's going to happen at quarterback for Georgia. Is it going to be Stetson Bennett again? Will it be JT Daniels? That's the question for the Georgia side of it. A lot of quarterback storylines going in this game. A couple of different reasons. AR maybe taking over for Emory just because of better play. <clears throat> and for Georgia, JT Daniels battling injury. Stetson Bennett's come in, played well. Not asked to do a whole lot, but, I mean, really passing the ball down the field well. A lot of what you saw early Florida game last year from Stetson Bennett is a lot of what he's done this year overall in pretty much every game this year that he's played. That's what he's kind of looked like so far. Georgia run game's getting going. They're banged up at running back a little bit too, Georgia is, so we'll see uh, where they're going go, go and, and their health status for this game. Uh, but quarterback storyline. But it is a lot on this Georgia, you know, this Florida defense. Can they get off to – I talk about a fast start. And a lot of it's because of the Florida defense. It's been able to not get off to great starts and letting these teams and these offenses get to a groove uh, and put up points early. Uh, so, we'll see uh, what Grantham's able to dial up. If he can dial up anything, you know, not the best in preparation four games, you know, you see a lot of early success from offenses versus Todd Grantham's defense. Another bye week right here. You know, Georgia, just in I talk about fast starts just the last couple of years versus Alabama and Georgia, but it's been that way for Georgia since Grantham has got here to Florida. I think they've gotten up 10 nothing in 18 and 19 or maybe 10 nothing, maybe 14 nothing in one of them. I know it was 14 nothing last year. I think it might have been 10 nothing in 18 and 19. You know, can just not put yourself in a hole versus the Bulldogs. And we'll see where well, we'll see what that matters. But you're able to dig out of it last year. You're able to dig out of it somewhat versus Alabama this year. In some ways, able to dig out of it versus LSU last week as well, or last game as well. Uh, so you've shown the capability of doing so. But this, you'll have to prove it versus the best defense in the country. If you get down 14 nothing, 21-3, or down two touchdowns, three touchdowns, um, can you come back? And I'm not so sure you'd be able to do it versus this defense. So get off to a better start. Keep the game close. And take your chances. All right. Not going to be able to go too long today. Got to head into the TV station, meet our new general manager, our new, our new boss at, at uh, WJXT. Uh, so pretty, uh, pretty busy day, pretty busy week here. But a lot going on, a lot going on. The early part of Georgia week, there's some early talk, early look. This big game, as I said, big game. You're going against the number one team in the country. Go, go, go give your best shot. Give them your best shot. Go take your shot. See if you can get the upset to make this season even more weird right now. It is a weird season so far, as I said. At the top, still kind of teams you expect, but let's go. This could be one of those teams that make it weird just a little bit. Look, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to hurt Georgia all that much if they go and win the rest of their games. But 
let's good to give ourselves some bragging rights a little bit. Yeah, this is still a big game, still a rivalry game, uh, but it doesn't matter if it was a rivalry game or not. You're playing the number one team in the country, no matter what team is behind that label. You want to go beat the number one team in the country. You got to go get up to play the number one team in the country. So, you know, go, go, go give your best shot. It just so happens to be Georgia. Just so happens to be in a lot of people's, in a lot of people's fans' mind, the biggest rivalry out there for the Gators. So there's no shortage of motivation, you know. And you know, if Florida goes out there um, and gets stomped and get beat, I'm going to say it's just more of a lack of preparation. I'm not going to say it's a lack of motivation because there's there's motivation multiple angles here. Number one team in the country, you rival, you got a bye week, you've had some time to get your focus there, you've had some time to to get your mind right in the last couple of weeks, you've heard it all. You've heard if you're a player, you've heard you've heard maybe even people taking shots at you, taking shots at your coaches. You know, go go show some moxie. Go show some aggression. Go show you're ticked off. Plenty, plenty of angles for motivation in this game. So, to me, I don't think that's going to be an issue. If Florida goes out there and gets blown out, I don't think motivation is going to be a factor. I think it's just going to be Georgia's a darn good team. And maybe Florida just wasn't prepared for that darn good team. But go out there, give it a shot. Just see if you can go get a big victory versus number one team in the country. Just so happens to be your biggest rival at the same time. So, all right. There we go. That'll be it for the first spaces this week. I'll do another one on Friday. We'll get all of our all of our thoughts and all of our feelings throughout the week. All as the as the games as the game gets closer. Uh recording this on Monday morning, tonight at eight thirty on YouTube. Will Miles and I will be back at it. We'll discuss what Dan Mullen has to say in his press conference this week or this Monday, today. Uh, we'll take a look at the explosion of the offense with AR compared to Emory uh, and Will, his new article uh, at Read and Reaction. Uh, I advise you to go read it. He gave me a little bit of preview of it. Uh, he just put it out right before we went live on this this morning. So definitely go uh, and read about that. It's about uh, kind of a crossroads for Dan Mullen right now in his tenure at Florida. So we'll get into that too on Gators Breakdown tonight. <clears throat> They'll have uh, some good conversation all week long on Different platforms, different podcasts. Of course, uh, my good buddy Robbie, you've heard him on Florida, during Florida Georgia Week. He'll join me and give us a Georgia preview this week as well. I'll be on their podcast this week. I'll be on Mark Rogers talking Florida Georgia uh, as well this week. So plenty, plenty out there <laughs> for um, Florida Georgia coverage this week in, in, in multiple ways uh, here. So, all right, that would do it here for Spaces. Check out Gators Breakdown tonight. Check out Gators Breakdown. All this week for Florida Georgia talk, Florida Georgia preview. Florida number one te- going against number one team in the country, so it should be f- hopefully fun, and uh, we'll get to it and give you the best preview talk that we can. I'll see you on the next episode of Gators Breakdown.